Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Oh, we are over the hump. The week is almost done. <laughs> the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey. Uh, and uh, Brittany, let's just start by getting the Cobra gang let's together. Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, we'll down the double with a Cobra gang. You've got the crime. We've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Okay, so Brittany seemingly shaded Selena, but then clarified she was talking about Kellis. Kellis, Kellis. How do we say Kellis? She brings all the milkshake. Brings brings, all the boys to the yard. Exactly. Uh, So she clarified, I'm not clear, and a lot of people on social media aren't either. I should probably back it up and start at the very beginning. Yeah, because that was, I'm confused already. Okay, so honestly, I saw something about her shading Selena, and then I saw that Selena got COVID, and I was like, I don't, I just, she's fine. I mean, she's said she's fine and she's just resting she had to cancel i think a concert or something so anyway so i saw that and then i was like but you know uh i'm gonna walk away for now and then i saw that britney clarified uh that her recent post was not in fact directed at selena so i was like okay i need to understand what is still going on here or excuse me, I need to understand what is going on here with uh, this particular story. Yes, understand us all. Okay, uh, well, Please, I, and that's thank a you. tall order, but I'm going to at least try <laughs> to understand for myself, and maybe uh, you'll have questions and we can go along on this journey together. So she had a, a um, she had said some things on social media that user, like Instagram users thought was directed at Selena Gomez, because of course the internet reacted. And this was based on a speech that Selena made at the 2016 American Music Awards. So at the time, just for background, Selena had said that she uh, she said to young girls in the audience and in the world that she didn't want to see their bodies on Instagram. We know that Britney Mm -hmm. recently, for context, has been going nude on the social medias, Mm -hmm. right? She's Mm -hmm. been showing her body Mm -hmm. and um she says, and this is, and she's been kind of defensive about that because her ex-husband used that as the reason that her children don't talk to her anymore. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And she said after the internet assumed she was dissing Selena, and it, she was again okay. I'm going to give you the words that she said. Thank you, because I wanted to know those. Brittany says they say this is not something I would do, yet those women are the very ones who get $4 million budget videos made about sucking and licking on homemade ice cream. 
and that she added that it should be up to women to choose how they flaunt their bodies, their beautiful bodies, right? So now the $4 million, uh, you know, the this is not something I would do, yet those women are the ones who get $4 million budget videos made about sucking and licking on homemade ice cream. People assumed that she was talking about the 2020 ice cream video, which features Selena Gomez and the K-pop girl group Blackpink Mm. sucking and licking on ice cream cones. And then, you know, the first part of that, they say this is not something I would do going back to Selena's 2020 Mm -hmm. uh, message on social or on uh, at the award seat uh, at the award show. And so they tied those two things together. That's where people got the idea that she was shading Selena. That's what Brittany actually said. Okay. So this, so the connection to Selena was not prompted by Brittany herself. It was by the internet sleuths who were Taylor Swifting this. Yeah, exactly. Got it. They okay. were totally just like, well, fill in the blanks. Who could she be talking about? I mean, most recently look at Selena with ice cream. Mm-hmm. So Brittany then clarifies because the first post is gone. Bye. Good luck trying to do that math. The internet abides and records it all. Anyway, so then Brittany shows up on an Instagram post saying, let me clarify about sharing my beliefs on women judging other women for their own rights and expressing themselves. Just heads up. She says, let me clarify. Mm -hmm. I'm not clear. Okay. But she goes on to say, and this was a drawing of a woman's silhouette that reads, uh, the silhouette says, a strong woman stands up for herself. A stronger woman stands up for everybody else. She has since removed the caption that I'm going to tell you about. What I said was, or what I said rather, had nothing to do with anyone specific at all. It was clearly a subject in hand all women have to deal with. Look, I go way back with music. I honestly referencing my days when I was younger, when I got discriminated against harshly, men in interviews discussing my boobs on live TV or showing my midriff and skin. If anybody knows what judgment feels like, I'm sure Selena has gone through something pretty similar. They, uh, um, she goes on to say, and what I was replying to was honestly, Kellis, Killies, Kellis. My milkshake brings all all the boys boys to the the yard. yard. Uh, Her milkshake video when women were finally shaking their booties. She didn't say booties. That was a moment in history where people woke up to the fact pushing the boundaries of expressing oneself became explicit. Tons of people were offended. I empower women to express their bodies however they choose. And tons of other stars who had million dollar budget videos who were not talked bleep about her when she was a new artist to trying to make it. Oh, I apologize oh, wow. for my ignorance, but I didn't even see the video for ice cream that Selena Gomez, who I genuinely look up to and have so much respect for, had made. I'm not, there's a lot. So, oh. like, so again, just to clarify, I'm not clear because if you go back, so essentially, again, Selena was or uh, Britney shades Selena. Yeah. The internet takes it that way. Mm-hmm. Britney goes, nope, it's actually about. Which I'm like, still, you're still talking about one woman. Yeah. So that's so really quickly. The first thing she does is say, 
what is the first thing? Well, I think you're refer. Are you referring to the the quote on the actual image that says a strong woman stands up for herself, a stronger woman stands up for everybody else? And then no, her first line of the of the caption on was, women judging other women for their own rights and expressing themselves. No, when she basically said, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I wasn't lot. talking yeah. about somebody specific. Oh yeah, what I said had nothing to do with anyone specific at all. Period. Hold on. But then she pulls, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard into the conversation. And that's what I'm like, that's the whiplash I have right now. But who, and, and she is talking about specific, yes. like she's saying women say one thing and then do another, which that I think, okay, so you can have that argument. Right. She could have that argument. I think what had happened was if I'm just going to like read the room and you know, I'm, I'm not an astute follower of this situation. Mm-mm. It seems like to me, somebody got to her like, do you really want to go after Selena? And she's like, oh, no, I'm just going after Selena. And it's like, well, actually, you're going after somebody. Right. And she was trying to make a bigger point. But I think in the at some point, she started attacking individuals and lost her point. She lost the plot. The other piece of it, too, is that in what I hear is... Khalees. Thank you. I don't hear Khalees right now. Brian but on email. Thank you. Um, what I hear when I listen to all the words that Brittany is saying is somebody who is trying to figure out how to process. I mean, again, it's the same thing. She's processing a trauma and it's really not about anybody else. It's about her. And so she is trying to use all kinds of things to, to either justify or prop up her own person like her solid self yeah that's all that is happening but everybody who's hearing it is is thinking it's about something else can i just point out the obvious like that's what happens when you post on social media there is no obligation for britney to say any of this on instagram she's (laughs) choosing to i and don't misunderstand because I think some people think sometimes if you're critical of this kind of behavior that you're being unfairly critical of like Britney or, you know, this is so complicated. At the end of the day, she's choosing to do to use her voice mm-hmm. as a grown ass woman who mm-hmm. hasn't had a voice for decades. Yeah. Or uh, well, really ever. She hasn't had her own authentic voice ever, ever. She is now discovering that voice at a time when there is great responsibility paired with sharing your voice publicly. Mm-hmm. And that great responsibility is that everybody's listening. This is not just you having a conversation with your therapist. It's not a conversation you're having with your family or friends, mm-hmm. your close inner circle, a WhatsApp group, your group chats. Mm-hmm. This is you taking to and as a person who has millions, tens of millions of followers, that's a great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you can't like, it's unfortunate that she's coming into her voice at this moment, yeah. but that that's a learning. That's going to be a learning process. And I think she's learning and it's uncomfortable because you see that people are like, wait, why are you drawing yeah. Selena into this? Yeah. And I'm sure even if it's not her fans, because I don't think she's responding to people from the comments that are calling her out. Do you really think Brittany reads the comments and gets ticked off? I'm not that many. I mean, she gets a lot of comments. I bet that she doesn't even look at the comments. And I bet it's people in her own life that are reaching out to her mm-hmm. in the industry and elsewhere. Like, why? What? You know? And that right. she's reacting to that. Mm-hmm. And that's what she's pushing back on. And it's like, we'll see. 
why don't we do the processing and the trauma somewhere that's not going to then frame you in a way that is just going to continue people's like it's going to get in the way of her healing. I think. Yeah, no, I and I 100% agree with you and then I go and then you know talk about how complicated this is. Then we have to also remember the unique experience that is Britney Spears' personal life experience which used the model that many people use in order to process trauma and grief as part of her as part of what brought her trauma. And grief. Tell me what you mean by that. Meaning, the whole time she was in the conservatorship, she was, it was mandated that she work together Mm, with therapists for, and not against her own will. And so then, when that is, when most people see that as the key to the thing that will help her process the trauma and grief, but she sees it as the activator of the trauma and grief. Yeah, that's a source of the trauma. Yeah. And so... Then you that just sort of explains then why she's doing things the way she's doing them. And then we're back in the cycle again. Yeah. In And it's a wash cycle or maybe it's a dry cycle. We've all been out here going social media is actually the point of a lot of trauma for people. So I don't think you need to be bringing this there. And also then getting frustrated that the world is because, you know, like the, the those of us who've been, you know, around watching social media develop and evolve and have been a part of it. We're like, girl, run away from that. That is not going to be any like you're not getting any positive uh-uh. out of that. It's just going to give the tabloids. It's going to give the media. It's going to give all the things that you hate more fuel for the fire because you can just see people going like mm, that. Yeah. That conservatorship yes. uh, might have been helping her. That's in the comments. Yeah. I mean, trust me, every time she posts it is it. That's exactly what's in the comments. Well, this is what happens. That maybe there was a reason, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Oof. That's why I, I truly, at the end of all of this Britney uh, shenanigans, because I run away and run toward this at the same time, um, I really hope that there is somebody in her life that she actually trusts and that that trust is well-placed, that it's worthy trust. Because if it's not and she ends up getting spurned again, like, I don't know where you go. If you can't trust your doctor, if you can't trust your therapist, if you can't trust your, I mean, maybe her attorney, you know, because we didn't even talk about all the legal stuff that went on yesterday. And um, I feel like she can trust her attorney because he does seem to have her best interests at Mm -hmm. heart, at least in so far as the courtroom's concerned. Well, and I wonder if he is not, you know, if he is the trustworthy person that he has shown himself to be. I mean, he probably can't go all in like a steam engine. Uh, you know, trying to help her in certain ways, he probably has to do a slow rollout. Yeah. Because this is intense. Our show is intense, y'all. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to deliver a very intense dirt alert. All the dirt straight from Hollywood uh, after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. Holly Roberts has brought all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Holly? Hey, Holly. Oh, new details about Prince Harry's memoir have been released today. We now know the title and the day it's going to be released. The book is called Spare, and it's out January 10th. 
I mean, I first had to think about the spare thing for like five seconds, and I was like, oh, obviously. Mm-hmm. The spare and the air. Yeah, exactly, because he was the spare, right? Um, and then I just got excited because uh, I'm going to hear his take on all this, and, you know, whatever that actually is i don't know but i'm here for it Mm -hmm. i know i'm excited about it in fact i was i should have done this in the break i was gonna see if i can like pre can you pre-order it yet uh that i can't confirm i want to get on the library (laughs) pre-order list oh yeah that thing first good good luck to you (laughs) ma'am on getting that sometime in 2023 now penguin random house the publisher of Prince Harry's Spare said that this 416 page book will find Harry telling his story with a raw, unflinching honesty. Uh, and it's going to be a landmark publication full of insight, revelation, self examination, and hard won wisdom about the eternal power of love over grief. I don't think often we like in in books like this. I don't look forward to hearing like the unvarnished truth because I don't think that's what this book is meant for. But I think what it will be uh, or what I will find interesting about it is that it is Harry's voice Mm -hmm. because we don't always get Harry's voice. And like and it's not even just Harry, but whenever somebody does a book like this, it's like, okay, well, I'm curious about what their voice is. And I will probably be like, oh, that's interesting. I never thought about it that way. Mm -hmm. And we'll probably be a little, you know, judgy of some different perspectives and takes. But at least, you know, we get to hear him in his own words in a way that we haven't before. Because it's been mediated through all sorts of tabloid trash. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's always important to remember whenever you hear anybody's memoir or their own perspective that that is their their perspective. There are many, you know, viewpoints of other people involved. But to your point, Bradley, to have the benefit of hearing Harry's perspective from Harry mm-hmm. um, is going to be something sort of new. Mm-hmm. And to have it all in one place, I look forward to it. There you go. January 10th, get on that library wait list. Uh, by the way, right now, you cannot get it on the wait list at the library on the library app. However, in the meantime, if you'd like to read a romance novel no. um, mm. called An Affair with a Spare, that is uh, available. Like a spare tire? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, like oh. a royal spare. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. I'll okay. wait. I, you know, just options. I sure. like options. Great. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh. Another tale of love and rubbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love and rubbers? You know, well, you know, tire, tire. Oh, rubber. God, I went in mm-hmm. a different direction. Well, that was the point. Okay. Let's move on Called to a an- double entendre. <laughs> Let's move on to another celebrity memoir that, by all means, is not holding back Matthew Perry. He's doing a lot of press for his memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. And in an interview with GQ, he says that he doesn't expect his Friends co-stars to be interested in reading this book at all. Now, Lisa Kudrow is the only one who actually has read it. She penned the foreword for this book, but anybody else, he's just like, no, I don't expect it. He said, why would they read it? I don't know. You know, did you not see that thing he said about Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Yeah. that's where I was just like, okay, I, I'm not interested in this now because he said basically like, I don't get how like, you know, amazingly talented people like River Phoenix, et cetera, left this planet too early or Keith, Heath Ledger, but Keanu Reeves is still walking around. And you're like, and I know he's since apologized, I believe for that statement, but like you put that in a book. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my, yeah. okay. This is the hard part about 
Matthew Perry is that, and he, I think, has an awareness of this because I think I heard him, uh, I heard one of the excerpts from the book kind of make, you know, note this, but also he said this on the Friends reunion. He, he is a person who feels like his success is tied to his sense, like his humor. And so I think a lot of times he thinks he's saying something provocatively funny. Oh, yeah. Like from 20 years ago. Yeah. And that's like the tricky part of a person like, um, like I almost called him Chandler, like Matthew Perry writing a book is you miss the you don't get the benefit of the intonation or like so and it lives there forever. Yeah, but like the fact that an editor, nobody would have just right. said, you know, this this doesn't sound like I think you want it to sound. Do you really want to put that in your memoir? Because it distracts from, I think, your probably bigger message in your book. Right. Or perhaps the editor thought, hey, this yeah. is going to sell copies. Well, exactly. let's be clear. Mm. Yeah. Somebody was not thinking about his best interest. Oh, oh. oh yikes. Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. Yikes. It sure was dirty. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us some pop culture mystery. Mysteries to solve in the form of blind items in this segment. We call it Blinded by the Item after this. Oh, we've got some pop culture mysteries to solve in the form of blind items on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello, America. Yes, and uh, we call this segment Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. I, ever since. We had our whole day of blind items on yeah. Tuesday. I've just been wanting to do that all Me the time. Me too. Can we just do three hours every day? I get on blind real items? tingly about the blind items. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll have to ask B. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Well, sit on that sensation. Okay. While I read you some fresh celebrity gossip mysteries. Uh, and some of these are kind of salacious this afternoon. Just going to let you know. Um, but we're going to start with this mystery apparently whenever this former a-lister had celebrity friends over to her house she would make her significant other eat in the kitchen or otherwise make themselves disappear and t lawyer guesses it shouldn't be a shocker there was a split oh okay oh there was a split with this former a-lister and it's a recent split um this split has made headlines in the past couple of days okay and you said former A-plus lister or what former A-lister? A-lister? Former A-lister. Okay. Now, this person has done many things in the world of entertainment, including but not limited to movies, TV boobies. shows. Boobies? Mm-hmm. Well, mm, they have boobies, I will tell you okay. that. Um, so it's a lady person. It's a lady person. And this person's <laughs> breakup has made headlines. Oh. Okay. But it, it's not anything dramatic because you didn't even know this person was dating someone probably in the first place. Uh, it was a relatively... When was... Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say it's a relatively new relationship. When was this person at her peak? I would say late 90s through the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, would she make it big in TV movies? I know you said she's done a lot. She's done both. Perhaps most notably in television. Being mm-hmm. a host, being herself. Mm. Jane Lynch. <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. 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 Being a host, not Ellen. No. no. Oh, uh, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Who? I know because I saw this story and I was like, I didn't even know that they were together and I didn't know that her partner was this. 
And her partner's a TikToker, right? Mm hmm. And her name is Rosie O'Donnell. <gasps> oh. So, uh, okay, Phil. That's in the- so funny. When I saw that, they, that she split up with somebody this morning, I thought, she has a rough go of it in relationships. Well, if the blind- somebody does, it might not uh-huh. be her, and that might be the problem, but can well, fill in the blanks. The problem might be Rosie O'Donnell herself, yeah. because according to the blind item, whenever Rosie O'Donnell had celebrity friends over to her house, she would make her significant other, that TikToker, eat in the kitchen or otherwise make themselves disappear. And T Lawyer says, She's a magician. <laughs> She's actually a massage therapist, what? I think. Yeah. Oh. And then Rosie slid into her DMs, and then they went back and forth, okay. and they started dating. But NT yeah. Lawyer says, not a shocker. I feel like if you were... split. I feel like just for what it's worth, for the rest of... I mean, Rosie is, you know, she is at a point in her life where she probably doesn't give any bleeps. I mean, I think she hasn't for a while. If you're going to date Rosie... That, it's mm-hmm. You're just going to be in Rosie's shadow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's true. And if you're not comfortable with that, you probably want to go somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. But not away from eating in the kitchen. <laughs> no, not like Can you imagine? No, but, oh, but can you, you imagine? I'm going to have some people over. Can you eat you just, like, in maybe, the kitchen? I don't know, like eat in here. Because, you know, like. Just- Make There's yourself so disappear. Many, and we don't get a lot of time to spend with these people. And you can just, you know, it's much easier for you here in this room. No. Look, oh, one time wow. when I was dating this guy, he made me hide in the bathroom when his okay. ex-wife was coming over. Okay, well, Holly, that's... That uh, was my last time that yeah, I was made that is a plot <laughs> for a soap opera. <laughs> yep. And oh. we're going to need to know more about that later. Mm-hmm. So thanks for sharing. Well... What did you do? Well, I went into the bathroom... And, and then wondered why you were in the found, bathroom. Yes, you found was, your sense of self and yes. then went fl- like crawled out of the window in the bathroom and yes. left for good. I was so mad. I was like, look, dude, you're not even married to this person anymore. Yeah. I don't care about this person. Oh, my God. This is like an episode of The Golden Girls <gasps> where Dorothy dates the married man. And then he's like, he doesn't reference that Dorothy is like in the room with him and doesn't mention the fact that he's dating her and is basically trying to avoid telling his ex-wife that he's got a new lady. And Dorothy's like, we're not doing this because I have too much self-respect. Thank you for sharing that, Brad. Everything in life <laughs> is relatable back to an episode of The Golden It's true. <gasps> true. More mysteries. Blinded by the idol. A celebrity gossip mystery. Mm-hmm. Next time you see this A-list actor from an iconic show and others in person, do this. Walk up to him and look at him and then look at the cover of the magazine he's on and then ask yourself if they just use AI for the whole thing of how he wanted to look rather than how he actually looks. Oh, is that like a Zac Efron situation? Uh, no. I mean, it's not Brad Pitt. How was this person described again? Uh, an A minus list person who was on an iconic show. I mean, oh. this person oh, on an iconic yeah. show. He has been on multiple magazine covers recently. Uh, Matthew Perry. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That's what they're saying, like, hey, honey, like oh, next time, you know. I don't. This is hard. It is hard. So the next time you see Matthew Perry in person, NT Lawyer says, Walk up to him and actually look at him and then look at the cover of magazines that he's on and then ask yourself if they've just used artificial intelligence for the whole thing of how he wanted to look rather than how he looks. If we talked about why Matthew Perry's doing any of this, 
No. But what I mean by that specifically is because I know people are like, well, why shouldn't he be able to tell a story? Yeah, no, he totally should. But you don't do that and do a very public uh, book launch if you're not trying to do something with your career, I would imagine. I would imagine. I mean, I, oh boy, I don't really know. Because, like, if you, and I'm sorry, just oh, yeah. to finish the point, like, I think that if you want to do that just to tell your side of the story and move on, that's great. But it seems like, I don't, I, I don't know. It seems very public for yeah. somebody who's struggled very privately, which he's totally willing to do. But like, we've seen all these like odd fumbles in this rollout. Sorry. Yeah, it's bizarre. What were you going to say, Halls? Oh, that. From what I've read, excerpts from this book, he had a near-death experience. Yeah. And I'm thinking that perhaps was just like, well... Time to come clean. Time to come clean, so to speak. And what else do I have to lose? I'm just going to lay it all out there and see what happens. Which I totally would, you know, appreciate and understand. But for what? Right. Like, what? Like, do you have to do it this in this like traditional old school way sometimes i think uh humans get confused about what repair needs to look like or what like amends need to look like because or forgiveness or whatever that like you have or like yeah like repairing your own stuff doesn't necessarily need to include all the people that you had that experience with. Yeah. Like, because I guess, you know, that gets to the point that I'm thinking about, which is like, he doesn't owe us any of this. No, that, that can be a private exercise or it doesn't have to be this public exercise. And there maybe was a way that if he had certain things he wanted people to know for one reason or another, there was, there are ways to do that. Um, and I, I just I wonder about that mm. is what I'm saying yeah. is I wonder about what his reasons are for wanting to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Can we get another one? Of course. Yes, another celebrity gossip mystery. This foreign born former A-list model and once the highest paid yachter in the world has seen enough and is splitting with her going down in flames husband. Wow, going down in flames. That should be obvious, right? But who is it? Not necessarily oh, obvious. Oh, okay, foreign born. They're having a bad business time. Priyanka oh. Chopra and Nick Jonas? No. <laughs> what, Bradley? No, I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think of... Oh, you uh, looked like it was like setting on fire in your brain. No. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, yes. Now I am looking at headlines concerning the soon to be ex-husband and considering this person used to be once the highest paid yachter in the world, they probably are reconsidering Mm. the whole nature of the relationship. Mm. Oh, I don't know. That didn't make it any easier. Um, Um, this person is married to a billionaire tech guy. Yep. She's Australian. Mm Mm-hmm. You're not talking about no, because he's not Carly Kloss. No, who's she married to? A Kushner. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, the bro. Okay, Josh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know who this is. Sounds familiar. Former Victoria's Secret model, Australian. Oh, are is she? Yes. Yes. Who? 
you're talking about, but uh, no. She's dabbled in skincare ventures. Is he really old? No, he's not oh, old okay. at all. All right, so mm. that's not. I'm, no, I'm he's actually quite young. Tangent, sorry. Not like a Kate Moss. No. Australian. Australian. Victoria's Secret. Oh, Heidi Su- Prince Lou. Supermodel at She's one point in time. Oh my gosh. Claudia Schiffer? No, I'm going to let the folks at home yell at you uh, on social media. Can you yell at us, it's, please. Mm-hmm. Miranda Kerr. Oh, yeah. We all, you know what? We all, we have a blind spot. We do because that's Miranda not Kerr. ringing any bells. Yeah. Miranda Kerr, I'm just going to give it to you. She is married to Snap CEO Evan Spiegel. Oh. And his net worth has dropped by nearly $12 billion Woo. in the past year. So what the blind item is saying is that Miranda Kerr mm, sees that twelve billion net worth loss and is like, yeah, I think I'm gonna be buy low, sell high. Is what she's uh, trying to do. Yeah, you know, Snap is kind of having a hard time these days. They're shutting down their big San Francisco office and things, and Mm. you know. Well, she's always got her Cora Organics. Yeah, her skincare. Uh, I don't know, but makeup. Clinically active, uplifting skincare. That's nice. Happy for her. her Insta. <laughs> All right. On that note, oh, I did, I wasn't paying attention to the time. My apologies. It's time we got to go. go. Oh, we got those blind items. Yeah. I was like sitting here patiently waiting for another blind item. No, we'll save we some cannot. of the more salacious ones for tomorrow. Well, thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I want to tell you. About a new television show that is not airing locally, and you can decide whether that's a good thing or a bad thing when we return. Uh, it is a big deal. I'll just tell you that. It is a j- massive deal. Uh, and I want to share Great. it with you okay. when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And I just want to tell you about a television show that I accidentally stumbled upon. Oh, okay. What'd you What'd you watch? Well, I didn't watch it because we can't watch it here. Oh. It's um, it's a let's see. I'm trying to. It's on. A, it's actually a. Do, they call it a documentary. It's a bombshell documentary. Channel Four. That is not our Channel Four. No. That would be across the pond. Mm-hmm. It's called My Massive. And then it's a word that rhymes with frock. Oh, what? My massive what? My massive frock? Well, but block? Not, no. Smock? Uh, rock? No. Lock? Let's just not say the word. It's Cock? the one that you better not say. Maybe it's like another word for... There you go. Rooster. This, my Massive Rooster? It's called My Massive Rooster, and Who's it's not about... Rooster? It's not about the animal. Okay. Because apparently, you... There are people on Earth who have a lot of stuff that they're dealing with in their pant area. Yeah, He's got a big wiener. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah, he's one of the many. Like Milton Berle size? That they are sharing in this show, and they show the stuff. They actually show it? Like the nudity? Allegedly. I read that in another article. Like, they... 
these are things okay. that are causing well. problems in the people. What? what I, the reason I brought this to you today is because I want you to know where we are with entertainment. In, well, okay. in the world. Okay, so what do we know about it? You said it's a documentary. Okay. Like, is it like what? what are, are we going to feel sorry for the guy? I think you know, he like, will. I think everybody is like. I think a lot of guys are like, "Oh, that'd be amazing. Let's get one of them." No. And you're like, uh, "Do you? I don't." There is such also, a thing as too much. There are a lot of guys out there who think they could be on this show. Yeah, that's my other. Mm. That's actually the documentary I want to watch. You can't be on this show. But yes, these are these are. Uh, abnormally large uh, yeah which is a real thing my point was simply just to say that like uh i don't imagine it's as fun as people think it's probably you know very no. uh, it's like a stigma probably in some ways can i tell you one of the things that is happening to one of the people so there's like one guy who's from new york okay who's featured on the show and apparently he holds the title of the largest. Okay. Mm. Can I ask um, a question? Sure. Is this the largest, uh, you know, which direction? At room temperature? Oh, I, I would say at room temperature, it is what an oh. average would be at their, um, oh. at attention. Uh, and oh. yes. So like snuffle up, I guess. Well, at attention. Yeah, it is. No, I'm just saying the measurements you're saying yes. are like the, 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 the thing that stands out is the thing yeah. that stands up. Exactly. As uh, Lori would say, tumescence. I believe that the the measurement that that breaks records is the excited Got it. measurement. Yeah. The salute, yeah. the, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, yes. And this so this guy, something that happens to him whenever he reaches that pinnacle is he feels faint. Well, because sure, think all about the that. All the blood from his body is rushing mm. to his rushes, Yes, and w- there's a lot of area to cover. And so, and he says that it is still growing. That his... Okay. what? Which I, I'm thinking... Is that a thing? Apparently it is. He says it continues to grow. He said that... Uh, think about this. Think about these things. Like, think about going through airport security. And they're like, sir... What are what's what are you smuggling in your pants? And you're like, no, it's just. And my he's pants. like, that's me. That's my body. Wow. And they're it like, no, me- it's not. And then they do a full search because yeah. they don't believe you. Yeah, I think that that would be. You know, it is fascinating. I don't need to see that though to have this conversation. That's the thing I'm hung up on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, yeah, but here's the here's the other thing I wanted to drop into conversation. About this one particular, so there's many people that are profiled on this documentary, and I can't figure out if it's a documentary series or if it's a, like a one off. I don't. Off. I don't want to cute. I don't want to Google my massive uh, uh, smock. Don't because I did yesterday. Oh, great. Well, hope you didn't do that on a work computer. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, no. Um, but he. This is what I wanted to bring to your attention. No pun intended. Is his name, his last name is Falcon. I can't remember what his first name is, which I just think is a great last name for a person who is walking around with that situation. Um, uh, Jonah. Jonah. Jonah Falcon. He has claimed that he has bedded, and this is this first part will come as no shock, porn stars and some actors, and even da, 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 an Oscar winner. Ooh. So then I'm like, I want that blind item. He said it wasn't Meryl Streep. I'll just leave it at that. 
Uh, anyway. I mean, you know, like, I'm sure, why not? I'm fascinated. I don't need to see it because it's not going to look, that ain't going to look, you know. I just, you know, you've seen one. You've seen one. Yeah. I. But hey, so, okay, so this is on Channel 4. It's a documentary. I would imagine you should be able to YouTube this at some point. Everything that ends up on, you know. If this feels like something you've had a curiosity about, for any period of time in I your just, life, I always get the like. It just stories like this always make me feel just like womp womp because you know poor people with like the people who have some sort of thing that sets them apart. While we're all like, oh my god, and again, I don't think we are particularly, but there are some people who would react and be like, that's amazing. He could be like a millionaire. I'd use that thing for mm-hmm. you know. And you're like, well, I, I just feel like you know, life is actually a lot less exciting than you make it out to be. Yeah. And most likely, he's really just uh, bummed because every time he walks down the street, people are like, uh, sir, what's wrong with yeah. your pants? Imagine if that was the most interesting thing about you. Aww. Yeah. How that might or shape once your people know, they're going to be like, hey, want right? to hang out Friday? And you're like, do you want to hang out with me? And he basically or my is, massive smock. He does say he's really tired of showing it to people. Well, I would be too. Right? Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, the Kardashians, the distractions continue. Yes, queen. Bradley will get us up to speed on that after this on my Talk 107. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.